Hi, and welcome to the first ever Alexa podcast. My name is Bradley Metrock, CEO of a company called Score Publishing based in Nashville, Tennessee. We have the mission of helping people become better interactive content creators, and we've gotten involved with Alexa, and we run the annual Alexa conference. My co-host is Kevin Old. Hello. And tonight we have on as our first guest ever, Octavio Menacal of Rain Agency in Nicaragua. Hello, Rodney. Thank you. Octavio, we're thrilled to have you and uh, really thrilled to um, be launching the Alexa podcast, uh, period. Uh, the Alexa podcast is one of a few shows that uh, we're starting with on the new Voice First FM our podcast network. We're going to bring uh, a variety of content uh, as far as podcasts go um, related to voice first technology, uh, Alexa, Google, AI bots, all sorts of stuff, and how all that intersects with different industries. Uh, we'll have a show called The Voice of Healthcare. We'll have a show uh, called The Voice First Roundtable. We've got some other exciting shows coming your way, but Let's get to the Alexa podcast. Um, this is going to be a half hour-ish show uh, every month or so uh, related to Alexa and uh, how Alexa is impacting different industries or different sectors. And we're going to have a guest on each show to talk about what he or she is doing with Alexa. And so, Octavio, let's let's uh, start with how you got into developing for Alexa. Sure thing, Bradley. Uh, yeah, it was super exciting getting to this Alexa world. It was by the end of 2015. Um, I started at Rain as an Android developer, but then we were introduced to the Alexa development and we got a series of webinars on how the platform worked by then. Uh, we received technical uh, instructions, we received um, user experience uh, workshops too, because it was a completely different world. We didn't have a screen. It was just voice. And it was super, super excited for me that I have over a year working with Alexa Skills, not only at Rain, but personally as a developer. So yeah, you developed a number of uh, big time skills, and uh, you know, sorry to interrupt you there, but uh, you know, Campbell right. Soup, One Eight Hundred Flowers, uh, Safeco. What's what was your favorite one to develop? <laughs> uh, I have loved every every one of them because uh, it, it's been a completely different experience from uh, developing my first account linking project till. Um, uh, long-form audio skill like GE Podcast Theater. But personally, uh, I love uh, have worked in the Tide skill because uh, okay. we, we integrated uh, messaging with Twilio. In the Tide skill, we send uh, images in the, in the messages to the, to the users uh, with instructions on how to get rid of any kind of stain. So I, I can tell you that that is my favorite one. And you're talking about Tide detergent. Yes, exactly. The same remover. Cool. Um, so Rain Agency, your uh, company that you work for down in Nicaragua, is one of the uh, 
Amazon preferred Alexa developers that Amazon has listed on its website. How did that come to be? Yeah, uh, we at Rain, uh, we are the very first partner with Amazon to develop Alexa skills. And Green has three offices. One is in Utah, the other one is in New York City, and we have one down here in Nicaragua, Central America. And uh, so everything started with Campbell's Kitchen, where uh, there is a, it's been a, an old client. Uh, we have developed several uh, works for them, like the website and like the mobile application. And then thanks to the research department, uh, based in, in New York, uh, they decided to implement another technology and they saw in Alexa a huge opportunity with Campbell's. And Campbell's Kitchen is the very first recipe skill and so far it's been really, really good. Uh, a nice experience, um, not only for, for the user but also for, for us, we've learned a lot from them. So a company comes to you or comes to Rain Agency, uh, you know, a, a Safeco or a, or a Tide or, or whoever, and they tell you what? They tell you that they just want to do a voice, uh, an Alexa skill, or they tell you that they want to have some sort of voice uh, skill without even uh, mentioning Alexa, you know, cross-platform? Or what? How does that conversation begin? Yeah, uh, at the beginning, it is just companies that would like uh, probably an advertisement solution with Rain, and then uh, Rain makes uh, research, and we always try to incorporate uh, new technologies to offer to 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 the clients. And if we see the opportunity to build an Alexa skill, that's what what we do. And sometimes it's the clients reaching to us. Other times it's Amazon who recommends uh, the client, hey, the, we have Rain Agency as a partner and you can uh, go with them to develop a skill. So. All right, Kevin, you're up. So Octavio, can you walk us through how you go about designing the um, voice interface that a user would interact with uh, via Alexa? Or yeah. Yeah, sure, definitely. So I'm going to, to tell you my developer point of view since when there is an Alexa project, there are a lot of people involved and we even have a, a voice experience department. And by voice experience, I just mean the same user experience oriented to, to the voice. And these guys are awesome. They just uh, think through the idea of the need of the clients, the type of clients for the companies, and they start building the, the old interaction model. Well, well, we know developers of all interaction model, the voice experience guys in, at Rain developed that part. And then the, they explained to us, to, to developers, the intents, the utterances they want to map, the slot types involved in the, in the experience, and based on that, we start the, the development. And another thing to mention is that they build a, the entire flow of the skill. You know, we have uh, some diagram tools to develop the skill to follow the instructions, the responses. Every response is 
uh, reviewed by the user by the voice experience department. And after everything is approved, we even talk to the client sometimes to discuss about some responses. And once all the parts are agreed, uh, the, that's my turn, you know, to start developing the skill. And yeah, once we're done, we send the skill to the client for the first improvement, and then we send it to the certification to Amazon. Awesome. Uh, I, I know that's a different area for me, um, and I like how you uh, your company's formed. Uh, you know, a voice experience uh, set of you know, I guess department as you mentioned um, in the same uh, spirit as as a UX designer. Um, yes. So, yes. Uh, can you talk about any challenges that you've run into um, with developing uh, a you know a voice experience? Uh, are there any of those gotchas that you've run into that uh, you think would help others or that you found interesting? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm going to tell you that the the very blocker maybe that I had was the, at the beginning there was not too much examples or projects out. So we had to build everything from scratch for the first project. And it was also difficult trying to test our skill in the um, in the Alexa developer portal until uh, we started using a, a, a tunnel tool, which redirects the the Alexa skill to our local machines. So at the beginning, it was a waste of time, you know, trying to blow all the code to the Lambda function and then come back and start testing. And that was completely a waste of time, but thanks to this, uh, to a tunnel tool, I don't know if you heard about Angel Rock, it's it's really cool. Um, then we saw that there were not many tools out for using, and we decided to to implement our own our own framework. So if you haven't heard about that, it's called Boxa. We have been working on it lately. And it's out and it's free for any developer to use. And we released examples, uh, uh, a very uh, good documentation. And we hope anyone uh, to try it out to see if they can, if, it, if it, uh, it's a good fit for them. We love working for Boxa. It's the, the framework we use. And yeah, probably at the beginning it was the, the most challenging part was the, the lack of examples. But now that, that, is, uh, that, that, that is in the past now. So That's awesome. We'll certainly put that in the show notes, um, and I'll certainly uh, dive into it. Um, I, I heard you mentioned um, Lambda. So do you um, host all of your s skills on, uh, on Lambdas, or do you have proprietary APIs that you interact with? Uh, no, yeah, all, all the code we, we, we rely on, on the AWS ecosystem. So we always try to use the tools available on AWS. The main one is Lambda. You know, the, one of the main things of Lambda is that it's super cheap, uh, it's super scalable, and it can connect to everything in AWS. So yeah, that, 
that's what we, we use uh, in every project. It's what we recommend to, to the clients. And it's super easy to, to set up, you know. So that, that's, that's the tool that we use. And always with the box of framework. Another thing that uh, I would like you to, to tell you guys. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Bradley. No, 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 keep going. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted to talk to you about Reverb, that is our mobile application where we integrated Alexa into the phone. So far, it has over 100,000 downloads in every store, the Google Play and the App Store. And we, at the beginning, we built Reverb for our own testing because as I mentioned at the beginning, it is not just developers. There are a lot of people involved. There are voice experience guys. And there are the project managers of the project. So we all want to, to test the skills anytime, anywhere where we are. And we started building the River mobile application. And now it, it was a, a huge succeed because um, any Alexa user loves talking to Alexa through Reverb. And we use it every time, not only the, the Echo devices, but Reverb, and it's been just awesome. Cool. So thank you for sharing that with us. I want to shift gears uh, for a moment to this week's news, uh, which it seems like there's been almost too much to keep up with. <laughs> in terms of uh, what's going on with uh, Amazon and Alexa and, and voice-first technology. Um, the first thing I want to start with is the, uh, the Echo Show, which is the um, hardware that Amazon announced uh, that um, pairs a screen with the Echo. And then the other... Uh, announcement that at least caught my eye was the Echo Look, which is the um, the camera, uh, which did yeah. generate some controversy uh, that's intended to go in, in your bedroom uh, that, um, the way I understand it at least, will help uh, people um, with their fashion sense, you know, <laughs> yeah. help... Uh, it will uh, recommend you what to wear. <laughs> yeah, and my wife, uh, I knew she'd be interested in it, and sure enough, I didn't know that Amazon was advertising the Echo Look on the front of their website, um, but uh, they were, and she asked me, what's the Echo Look? And she was looking at it, and you know, I just was interested to hear what she had to say, and uh, you know, she didn't uh, mention any privacy concerns, uh, she didn't mention anything, she just wondered if it worked. Um, and uh, I thought that was interesting. But Octavio, my question for you is between the uh, Echo Show uh, and the Echo Look, um, I'd love to get your reaction to both of them and which one of the two you think will have a bigger impact in 2017. Yeah, definitely. It's been great announcements by Amazon and we are all, I think, we are really excited about these new devices because I think somehow it changes the, the rules of the game, you know? We've been playing with Echo devices, no screen at all. It was just our boys trying to, to talk like a, 
to a, another human inside the echo. But now we have cameras inside with the echo look. We have a screen with the echo show, which now it, it will help us a lot to, to offer our users uh, a, a better, a way better experience with the skill. Um, but I think, I personally think the Echo Show will, will hit the nail this, this year. Um, I think from what we have seen in the, in the videos, and if you have <laughs> maybe bought it, um, it can play videos, it can show images instantly. So it will be like a teacher, you know, not only talking to us, but showing us. Um, interactive images or videos. People will love that. Maybe the echo, the echo look will be just like a, a minor tool for anyone trying to look better to get a suggestion. Now see, the thing about that is, you know, Amazon has uh, played up the fashion yeah. uh, angle to that device, but the reality is I I don't think fashion is even in the top three or four or five things that that device ought to be used for. I mean, to me, the number one uh, thing that a device like that could be used for is healthcare. Um, and I've I've already I've seen some people talking about it, um, you know, sort of negatively saying, you know, uh, what data is this um, device capable of capturing about your health? Obviously, it's capturing what you look like, um, and and that you know the visuals are, are data. You know, that's health data in and of itself. But um, you know, if that were used the right way, uh, that'd be a very powerful. Um, you know, could have a lot of healthcare potential. Um, not to mention how it might fit into any number of other industries where, you know, a camera filming you um, in conjunction with the voice interaction. I don't know. It just opens up an entire new world um, that in no way to me is captured at all by just saying this is a fashion device. So um, maybe that's just Amazon playing coy. I mean, I'm sure they realize the potential of it, but they've got to get into people's bedroom first. And I guess maybe they've figured out that's the angle to play. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, they are already in people's kitchen and people's living rooms. Uh, but yeah, I think people will will learn how to use the, the Echo Look. I, I'm sure that if, if I ever had an Echo Look, I wouldn't put it in my room, probably. Uh, but maybe I'm not that, that familiar with the, the Echo Look. I haven't gone over the privacy policy rules or terms of use of the device. I would like to, to see what Emerson says about it in, you know, in the teeny lines. But yeah, it, it depends on, on, the, on the use you, you want to, uh, to do with this, this device. Um, probably if you are uh, really care about your your appearance and maybe you're alone you want to receive a, a good suggestion from Alexa so I think it will depend on the on the kind of people but definitely the echo show will be the key this year well and even things like um, 
One of my favorite apps of all time is Shazam. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I, I, I heard about it. So, yeah, Shazam is a mobile app that um, uh, listens to music that's playing or audio, and it tells you primarily songs, um, you know, commercially released music, and it tells you uh, what it is, it tells you what the song name, tells yeah. you the artist, um, and, it, and it identifies it for you. And I'm really, one of the things that intrigues me about the Echo Look is the opportunity to do, um, and even with the show, I mean, I'm sure cameras would be built into these, all these different devices out of necessity, you know, but, but uh, the opportunity to create um, the capability, you know, recognition capability um, in the software. Like one thing that comes to mind is, you know, you did a skill for Campbell's Soup, right? Yes. So um, if I'm making some Campbell's Soup uh, in my kitchen, um, you know, it would be cool, and maybe soup's not the best example, but if I'm cooking a dish, um, wouldn't it be cool if, if uh, the camera would can recognize... The ingredients? Um, well, recognize the ingredients and help you with quantity um, and, and the, the composition of it, but also, like, the, the, the cooking and uh, looking in the oven and, you know, saying, hey, this looks like it's getting burned. Um, you know, it just opens up a lot of um, opportunity. Of course, cynics will say, you know, it's to privacy violations and... And maybe that's true, but uh, I don't know. That that type of thing gets me excited. Uh, just the the potential um, for having a camera um, and and what it could do just to help people uh, in conjunction with the voice interaction. Yeah, I, I think once if you are open mind, uh, you can get the most out of the the device. And just as you are right now suggesting, you can come up with any important use in your house, in your work, in your daily activities. So I, I, think, I think I would love to, to see what people in social media uh, think about what they are using the Ecolook for. Yeah, I'd like to jump in and I think that there are some practical uses for the cameras we've been talking um, in relation to like cooking. Um, I can see a number of things like if you want to add um, soup or something to your grocery list, if you would hold it up to the camera, say, you know, Alexa, add this to my um, shopping list, it could, uh, or to-do list or, or something like that, um, it would uh, it would use, you know, uh, be able to recognize that it's Campbell's soup and um, or, or a certain type of crouton or spice or something like that, add that specific thing to it. Um, I also think that uh, the um, you know the the Echo look at first the uh, the, the fashion um, commercials that they came out with those did not really attract me and um, I I did think that um, it was it was a bit weird at first but then um, simply identifying products uh, either to purchase or if you, you could hold it up and say hey. Um, you know, I'd like to buy two more of these, you know, and then uh, I'm, I'm certain that Amazon would automate that, that purchase through their system. So um, as far as the Echo Show goes, I, um, I, as soon as I saw it, I had a, um, 
uh, memory pop in my head from probably the early 90s or late 80s. There was a thing uh, that I believe it was AT&T was coming out with called the video phone, and it was um, not well received. Uh, obviously, it was before its day, but the idea was that you would buy a phone and it would have a, uh, a screen in the phone. And this was, we, we really didn't even have actual cell phones uh, that, that worked much less what we have today. Um, and you know, FaceTime and Skype and all of those are commonplace. So um, I, I feel like that, uh, that dream, I guess, to have like a phone where the, the grandmother and you know, can talk to the grandkids, I think that's finally come full circle um, with this infrastructure. So I think, I agree with Octavio, I think there will be a lot of use out of that just for uh, the use in the, in the, um, the commercial, um, and then um, I do see it as a, a, an aid in the kitchen specifically. Um, if you're cooking something, you can use Alexa to say, hey, um, you know, Alexa, uh, you know, uh, what's the next ingredient? And it would be able to, fly, to use the card technology to be able to slide the next ingredient or turn the page. And turning the pages um, in, in developer speak would be uh, additional cards or additional images that would be... Um, uh, Put on the screen, so I can see that as a big, um, a big advantage uh, in the kitchen. So we'll go ahead and wrap up. Um, and Kevin, it, it occurs to me we never said uh, who you are at the <laughs> at the start of this. Kevin Old um, spoke at the first Alexa conference. He'll be speaking at the next one. Uh, he'll be my co-host on the Alexa podcast, and he's a software developer for Lifeway here in Nashville. Um, Octavio, we're thrilled to have had you on the podcast. Thank you very much for being our first uh, guest ever. I appreciate it, Bradley and Kenny. Yeah, thank you so much for setting the time aside for us. And uh, Octavio will be um, a speaker at the, uh, the next Alexa conference, which will be in January in Chattanooga. Uh, Chattanooga is a very up-and-coming city. Um, it's a perfect place to have this type of conference. Um, it's equidistant from a number of, of uh, key cities, but we'll have people coming from both coasts as well as internationally to attend. Um, it, it will be Octavio's first time in the United States, correct, Octavio? It will be. It will be, certainly. That's exciting. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to be there. Yeah, so it's exciting to have somebody with Octavio's expertise uh, join us uh, as part of our programming lineup. It's just going to be a phenomenal event. Uh, you can check out more information on that at alexaconference.com or uh, on Twitter at uh, alexaconf, C-O-N-F, Alexa, and then C-O-N-F on there. Thank you very much, Octavio. Kevin, appreciate it. Until next time.